Many of us define our youth by the films we grew up on, and if your transformative years were spent in the early 90s, there is no movie that better captured our hearts than The Sandlot. All of us 90s kids could instantly relate to this movie, even though it takes place in the 50s. The Sandlot felt like it was directly speaking to our generation, and truly captured the magic of those simpler times when life was spent outside with your friends. Released on April 7, 1993, this seven million dollar budgeted film would go on to gross over five times that, and was filled with a bunch of ragtag young actors that were so perfectly cast that it seemed like the filmmakers simply went to their local baseball field and just rolled the cameras. When watching this movie, you feel like you're a part of the team. You are one of the BFFs. Each character was so unique and actually brought something to the story. They just don't make movies like this anymore. So, as we prepare for the film's 30th anniversary, that's right, 3-0, three decades, it's time we ask that ever-important question. What the f*** happened to the cast of The Sandlot? But to truly understand what the f happened to the cast of The Sandlot, we must begin at the beginning, and the beginning began when they were all born at different times. But yeah, we gotta start somewhere, so let's begin with Victor Dumadia and Shane Obedzinski. Let's get the hardest names for me to pronounce out of the way, shall we? These two actors play Timmy and Tommy Timmons. Victor had a few credits under his belt before he joined the gang on The Sandlot, including the Tom Hanks classic, Turner and Hooch, Radio Flyer, and the Vanilla Ice classic, Cool as Ice. Dematia would take an extended break from acting, only to re-emerge in 2018 with the film Get Married or Die, as well as the 2021 film Death Rider in the House of Vampires. This actor would also launch his own podcast, because everybody does, called Vic in a Box, although there hasn't been a new episode since February 2019. And then there was Shane Obenzinski, who, after appearing in films like My Girl and Matinee, Shane would step away from acting to settle down in Brandon, Florida, and would open his own pizzeria called Times Square Pizza. The love we get from this movie is, is next level. It's unreal. And what about Brandon Quinton Adams, a.k.a. Kenny? He also had a solid resume before joining the team, having appeared in the iconic Michael Jackson music video for Smooth Criminal, and the Cosby Show spinoff, A Different World. Wow, Michael Jackson and Cosby in a row. Way to go, Brandon. Young Brandon would also appear in another classic childhood sports film, The Mighty Ducks, and its sequel, D2. Brandon would continue acting after The Sandlot, and could be seen on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Sister Sister, and Moesha, while also providing a voice for the video game Kingdom Hearts 2. Since then, Brandon Quinton Adams has started a family, and still acts occasionally, most recently in the 2021 horror film The Resort, but says that his most important job is being a father. Grant Gelt, aka Bertram Grover Weeks, would act in a few more projects after The Sandlot, including small roles on Tales from the Crypt, Saved by the Bell, The New Class, and Boy Meets World. 
And with a bit of uh, weird irony, just as Bertram got really into the 60s and no one ever heard from him again, funny enough, Brant's final on-screen appearance would be in the miniseries The 60s in 1999. So yeah, technically both Bertram and Grant, the character and the actor, got really into the 60s and no one ever heard from him again, at least on screen. Grant would transition away from acting, moving to Nashville, where he would run a creative agency for a tech company. Bertram, well, Bertram got really into the 60s, and no one ever saw him again. Next up is Chauncey Leopardi, aka Squints. He would continue acting after his breakout performance in The Sandlot, appearing in three classic films in 1995, House Guest, Casper, and The Big Green, another pretty good childhood sports movie. Reteaming with Ham, Squints has continued to appear on screen since then with roles in Boy Meets World, Permanent Midnight, The Opposite of Sex, Freaks and Geeks, CSI, and Gilmore Girls. And he would even be the only member of the original cast to return to the field in 2007 for the threequel, The Sandlot Heading Home. He would also appear in something called O oh Squints 3 in 2018, which was released in Singapore and was directed by Neil Laboot and the original Sandlot director, David Mickey Evans. And if you have any idea what this movie is, please comment your comments in the comments. And after that, you know, go ahead and like, share, and subscribe, because why not? Do it for the team. Or you know what? Do it for yourself. I don't know how many of you guys out there are hip-hop heads, but there's this rapper called Logic, and a lot of his fans would kind of poke fun at him for slightly looking like squints. So this rapper went ahead and embraced that inside joke and went ahead and cast Squints to pretty much play himself in a music video featuring Eminem. He's also a rapper. But yeah, it's actually a pretty funny music video and it's good to see uh, Squints bust a flow, yo. He says that he takes acting gigs when they come along, but his biggest success story, apart from his family, is his marijuana business, AKA weed, pot, the devil's lettuce. And of course he named his weed business Squints with one of their top sellers being the Windy Cannabis, named after that famous lifeguard in one of the most iconic scenes in history, which by today's standards is like totally inappropriate. He had kissed a woman, and he had kissed her long and good. Now let's talk about Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls, who was played by actor Tom Guyry. This here Tommy boy has had a rather impressive resume since he found out who the great Bambino was. He has had strong supporting roles in a fairly impressive list of films, including U571, Tigerland, Black Hawk Down, Mystic River, Strangers with Candy, The Fitzgerald Family Christmas, The Revenant, Brawl and Cell Block 99, which is a badass film, Woody Allen's Wonder Wheel, and The Unforgivable in 2021. Now to a developing story at Bush Airport. A former child actor, best known for his role as Smalls in the cult classic The Sandlot, was arrested at the airport, accused of being drunk and fighting with police. However, that string of success was almost derailed in August 2013, when Tom was arrested in Houston after a United Airlines employee said that he was too drunk to fly. And when the police came to tell Tom that he could be either arrested for public intoxication or spend the night in a drunk tank, our lovable Smalls decided that the best course of action was to try and kick the officer before landing a headbutt. 
Unfortunately, this type of behavior isn't exactly rare amongst former child stars. Tom was arrested for a felony assault, but was later released after posting a $5,000 bail. Since then, Tom has kept on a straight and narrow path. He recently told People Magazine that he will take the acting opportunities as they pop up, including an upcoming film called Killin' Smalls, where he plays himself. Yeah, it's a movie about the mob trying to kill or kidnap a celebrity, and the celebrity they pick, for some reason, is Tom Guyry. Killin' Smalls. Yeah, it's a, it's a real movie. Maybe it's gonna be like a being John Malkovich for the Sandlot generation. Probably not. Shut up! You're killing me, Smalls. Now it's Marty York's turn, aka Yeah Yeah. And this little scrawny kid, he grew up to be, well, a frickin' beefcake. York actually had a rough time after the Sandlot. In 1997, shortly after getting his driver's license, Yeah Yeah was involved in a near-fatal car accident that would break several bones, including his femur, ankle, and hip, and would require several blood transfusions, ultimately having to relearn how to walk over the course of the next two years. But sadly, he would fall into that cliched former child star who grows up to drink and party all the time, with several of his drunken times captured on the internet. And only one word could really describe his behavior here, and that word is douche. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen the movie The Sandlot? This, this is Yeah Yeah from The Sandlot. I'm Yeah Yeah, I'm a motherfucking goddamn movie star. Things would go from bad to worse, when in 2009, Yeah Yeah was arrested for domestic battery over an incident with his girlfriend at the time. He claims that the incident was self-defense, but would ultimately plead guilty and be sentenced to 60 days in prison. York says that that event, as well as constantly being shown as a douchebag on the internet, helped him turn his life around, and he got more involved in working out and helping others get fit, ultimately becoming a personal trainer. Yeah, yeah. But he hasn't left acting behind. He's been featured on The Eric Andre Show and the Showtime series Smilf. He recently appeared on the podcast Pod Meets World to discuss his short-lived time on Boy Meets World. And then there was Mike Vitar, a.k.a. Benny the Jet Rodriguez. He has been the most elusive out of the cast. After the Sandlot, the Jet would appear in the Mighty Duck sequels D2 and D3, as well as a few guest spots on NYPD Blue and Chicago Hope. And it was his guest spot on that OG Chicago-based TV series that would inspire him to give up acting and become a Los Angeles firefighter. Of course, it was as a firefighter that the Jet made his biggest headlines since The Sandlot. On Halloween night 2015, Mike Vitar and a fellow firefighter and friend suspected a man who didn't live on their street was handing out drug-laced candy to children. The Jet and his vigilante friends approached the stranger and aggressively told him to leave their street. The man refused and began filming the trio, until another man asked to see the bag of candy that he was handing out. When this suspicious man refused again, the trio attacked him and reportedly beat him quite badly. The LAPD also determined the candy contained no drugs. The three men were charged with felony assault, but charges for Benny the Jet Rodriguez were downgraded to misdemeanor assault after he agreed to plead no contest to the charges, resulting in three years of probation and 90 days of community service. 
After a suspension from the fire department, Benny the Jet Rodriguez returned to active duty and has remained on the straight and narrow ever since. However, he has opted to enjoy his private life and has not taken part in any Sandlot-related events. You know, whenever the team reunites, unfortunately, Benny the Jet is never anywhere to be found. And last, but certainly not least, perhaps the most recognizable of the original Sandlot crew. Probably because his face has become a bit of a pop cultural phenomenon recently. Yeah, that's right, this guy has reached meme status, which is the highest celebrity status one can achieve. Patrick Rinna, aka Hamilton Ham Porter. He really hasn't taken much of a break since his first major role as the great Hambino. He would appear in the Pauly Shore classic, Son-in-Law, as well as another fun kid sports movie, The Big Green. As seems to be the standard for the Sandlot crew, he would also appear on an episode of Boy Meets World, and then would have a very lucrative career in the direct-to-video market. In 2015, you may recognize a fully grown-up ham in the sci-fi original Lavalantula, and its highly anticipated 2016 sequel, To Lava, To Lantula. He was also featured in the short-lived Netflix series Glow. These days, you can find Patrick keeping the Sandlot spirit alive through his social media, including a YouTube channel called You're Killing Me with Patrick Rinna, where he has a series called Secrets of the Sandlot, where he would catch up with most of the original crew. And in the year 2020, Patrick, along with Dodger All-Star Justin Turner and his wife, Courtney Turner would host a full-on Zoom reunion featuring the entire crew, minus Benny the Jet, of course. He's doing private life stuff. The reunion benefited the Justin Turner Foundation and was a great walk down memory lane with some great little-known stories from the stars themselves. Cut! <laughs> the Sandlot is the quintessential 90s kids sports film with its popularity never dying down. It is a film that people of a certain generation grew up on, and that generation is now showing their kids, who are now falling in love with it, if they appreciate the humor. And maybe those kids will continue to show their offspring this film for generations to come. And so on, and so on, and so forth. The Sandlot is truly legendary. And like the late, great Art LaFleur said, legends never die.